Hey, good morning, Adam. Good morning out there for our podcast listeners. This is Jack Mancini, and I'm with my longstanding business partner, Adam Sunhalter. We're, uh, we're business coaches dealing with small businesses defined as 25 people or one. Uh, we, we also have a company that is basically in control of that podcast, <laughs> and that's called Maximum Value Partners. <clears throat> the podcast is Dirty Secrets of Small Business, and it deals with our day-to-day experiences in coaching small businesses. You know, quite often the business, the business owner at this level doesn't know business the way he or she would like. And we fill that gap very well. If they stay with us, we have a seven-step program that will make them successful. It'll make them be able to, to really count on, on having a way to go if they have problems. And that's called the seven keys to success. And we developed it with our backgrounds in big businesses, which, which was the first part of our careers. And then for the last 20 years, we've been involved with small businesses, very small. And uh, uh, that's it. And what we do is we take topics that develop during our coaching experiences, current coaching experiences mostly, and we make a podcast out of it. And if you have any questions, we'd like you to, to fire those to us, and Adam will give you an address on how to do that later later in the show. But uh, so what we do is 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 uh, take that subject that we worked on over the last visit with this client and basically discuss it. So what we're going to talk about today, I don't know when the the next generation of ownership is ready to take over. How do I do that? Just wave a wand? You can wave it, but it's not going to change anything. Can you can you uh, work it out yourself? Sure, it'll take a while. A lot of mistakes that could be avoided if you were to work with coaches, and uh, especially us in the seven keys. It uh, makes life a lot more simpler and gets you to your goal faster if you stay committed to it. So what I'm going to do is turn it over to Adam, and he's going to talk about no no, when it's time to turn it over to the next generation. Okay, is that possible? <laughs> so, 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 many, so many small businesses don't make it. They don't succeed. They're out of business after so many years. We've been together 20 years doing this. Not that we don't have our bumps, but we, we know how to get out of it if the economy isn't totally in the, in the tanks. So uh, we can share that with you folks, and we'd love to do it. So, Mr. Adam Sunhalter, business coach, Mr. Jack Mancini is handing it over to you. I'll take that. So the, the magic wand you're handing over, or the, the, the baton, whichever one it is, those are okay. Well, before I, before I answer your question, I forgot at the opening here, we, we mentioned it towards the end of last week's show, Jack, that this is our seven-year anniversary show. Episode, oh, my God. Episode 364, right? So that's... Seven years, once a week. So 52 shows times seven weeks get you 364. We're, we're numbers, guys. So happy anniversary. It's uh, 
they thought it would never last, right? So and not only was it 20 years together, plus as partners as the coaching, but seven years here as uh, as co-host of this podcast. So so one of the areas that we specialize in, and we, we've come to really hone this down over the last uh, several years, is the idea of transitioning the business. And so as we were preparing for the show today, we're talking about the whole idea of, you know, what's it look like when you're ready? And, you know, the, the, one of the things that's coming to mind, Jack, you know, does it always kind of look and feel the same? You know, you know, kind of like when you're lost, when you're driving around somewhere, it kind of feels a certain way. You kind of know, you kind of know when you're lost. You, you know, it just kind of feels that way, right? So is that what happens when you're ready? You kind of have a certain, a certain feel to it, you know, where you're kind of, you're just, you just know it. You know, it's hard to kind of grab those intuitive things that, uh, yeah, that, you were born for it, right? And yeah, you know, I, I think there's there's a certain part to that, you know. But at the same time, too, if you think back in life and and and, and things that have happened to you, and whether they be big things or small things, are you ever ready? Are you ever really ready? Yeah, you, know, you think you might be ready, but you just you don't know. So you know, but at some point, you gotta kind of kind of take that jump. And so that's that's often the case here too. Where some say very clear black and white in terms of hey you know this person's ready kind of annoying them on the head you know they're ready to go but there are some things that you probably want to look for you know so some kit some key things to look for and we've been involved you know as jack said over the last 20 plus years we've been involved in all kinds of situations okay and there are situations where the next generation is not ready now that, that doesn't mean that the company doesn't doesn't go on and survive and, and even thrive it just means that, you know, are you setting that company up for it? So one of our favorite, at least one of my favorite movies is is Tommy Boy. I know Jack and our audience are usually pretty familiar with that movie. Well, that was a transition story, Jack, wasn't it? Tommy yeah, Boy. it's a great one. One of the better ones. All right. So here's Tom Sr. living the life. He's, he's getting married to his new wife. Everything's great. And what happens? He collapses literally during the during the reception. He collapses and, you know, he runs a company making, you know, automotive and brake parts and that kind of stuff and been running it for years and for generations. And Tommy boy's the next generation coming in after seven years at Marquette. He finally graduated and here, here he comes in and, you know, Tommy had worked, he'd worked in the business growing up and everybody knew Tommy, you know, and Tommy got a lot of, you know, got in a lot of trouble with some of the people that were there doing different things. Right. And, uh, um, but we'll come back to Tommy a little here a little bit because I think you know, as I start kind of make some of these points, Jack, I think we can maybe relate back to that, you know. And like many things with Hollywood, they have, you know, they bring it to the to the extremes to make the point. But there are a lot of I think similarities in real life of things that happen like that, right? Chris Farley. Chris Farley's the guy who plays Tommy Boy. Correct. Big overweight young guy who's loud and crazy. He's funny. He's funny. It's a funny movie. And you contrast him with his his friend, not only in the movie, but you know, in in real life, David Spade, who's who's a little guy, right? So you have the little guy and the big guy, and they play off some of those things, uh, some of those things as well. So <laughs> when it comes to, to the transition part, and I think it helps to clarify this at, at the outset, you know, there are a lot of great professionals, Jack, in the accounting and legal, financial advisory, insurance industries, and they can help a lot with the nuts and bolts of a transition, you know, in terms of 
structuring the deal and finding the the right price and the the most tax efficient manner to make things happen. That's not what we that what we're talking about here. We're talking more about that day to day running and the management of the company. You know, so if you have everything kind of ready, the structure ready to go, everything else, does that mean it's time to pull the trigger? Well, maybe. I don't know. Right. Again, it, but you come back to our topic today is kind of know when that when that next generation is ready. So maybe one of the places to focus on first, Jack, would be the the current duties. The current duties, right? So this person's working in the business somewhere. How are they doing in that current role? You know, are they are they basically operating autonomously where they've got very little to no input from the, the current owners? Um do they seem a bit overwhelmed by all the current duties and or, 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 or are they ready for more? You know, kind of, kind of where are they? How are they doing in their current day-to-day operation? You know, if I come back to Tommy boy, I'm not quite sure what Tommy was doing. Tommy came in and, you know, with the idea that he'd be that next generation because there had been, you know, a few generations before him, but he was just getting started again, again, a fresh minded mush out of college coming in to do, to do something, right. To do something. Um, but he was, he, he had just started basically, right. By no means was he, was he, was he running on his own, you know, doing things or ready to kind of transition. It was an outside factor that came in that, that made him take over, you know, namely the passing of his father. So, you know, as you're looking at that, at what the, the person's currently doing, that's a good, that's a good gauge because chances are, if that person's already overwhelmed with their current duties, well, to start to add the additional, however many hats you've got as an owner, Jack, to add to add to that, and more things happening, you know, w- when they do become owner and CEO of the business, maybe they aren't they aren't quite ready yet if, it, if they're currently tremendously overwhelmed. But so I, I guess that, to me, that's always a good place to kind of start. You know, how's that person kind of doing? You know, are, are they getting bored? That's one thing we have to have to fight with our clients, Jack. I'm getting bored here, Jack. So what do I do? I start putzing around in the business, start poking around in things where I shouldn't be, right? So if, if that current generation is doing pretty well, they've got those current duties kind of handled, um, or and even if better than that, if they've got somebody identified to kind of start taking some of those things off of their plate. Because chances are, as they grow into this new role, whatever they're doing today, they probably won't be doing the same things going forward, or certainly not the exact same things. They're going to be adding some more duties that have to get done. Because because there's things that they're going to take off the current owner's shoulders, right? If the current owner doesn't know what to do, doesn't know business very well, how does he how does he do it? How does he do what? How does he? How does he head up the transition? Does he know what he's looking at? Does he know? Does he know what he's looking for? And when when that time for transfer would would take place? Yeah, you know, versus just follow me around, kid, and you'll you'll learn everything there is to learn. Right? How does that work? Well, like that's part we're trying <laughs> part we're trying to uncover here today, Jack. Right? So trying to give them a way to start to look at this thing. So I guess maybe okay. on, that, on that topic, you know, how, how about the word help? It's a four letter word. Is that a good four letter word? Help. As uh, as men, we get picked on for not asking for help enough. Is that you know? That's, that's right. That's still the culture. You're right. Yeah. Also, let's face it, we, you know, we all have weaknesses and, um, you know, chances are between the current generation and the next generation, there might be some overlap 
in those weaknesses or strengths. Um, but the, 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 what, what's going to happen is you need to find perhaps some different help for that next generation to kind of plug in some of their their holes, whether it be in their skill set or just their experiences, you know, before they take over the business. Um, so, you know, one of those challenges, Jack, is starting to kind of look and realize that that, that next generation is probably going to do things a little different, Thanks. a little different than you were doing them because, you know, they have a different background. They have different skills, they have different experience, they have different interests. And so as you start to look at those things, you know, how does it, how does that work? You know, and, and, and how do you get that or figure out what that help looks like? You know, you know, what concerns do you have? You know, what are those, maybe those deep, dark, I don't want to say deep, dark secrets, but things that are kind of, you're wrestling with in your own mind of, well, gee, you know, the next generation is never going to be able to handle this. Or they look back in situations that happened months or years ago, Jack, in terms of, hey, would they have been able to survive this or, or, or do that? They have a, they have a sense of, of uh, success because they've run the company for a while. If you're transferring it over, chances are it's been around for several years. And the, the current owner, the dad, isn't uh, basically enamored with and understands technology and is using it. So it looks old and it is old. You know, technology is, is improving efficiencies and response times. And, you know, there's a lot of pluses to it. There are a lot of negatives too. And those negatives tend to get highlighted and not understood and not worth the time to study. So they aren't studied and it causes constant friction. So, you know, uh, the 20, 20 year old uh, son with an entrepreneur father, there's going to be a gap there in learning. And that learning will be, be graded how? By the way the, the father feels. And so much of entrepreneurism, especially starting companies that you you don't understand the business side, is is basically daunting. And you know you're you're still learning on the job and trying to have confidence intuitively because so much of it is is that you know it isn't knowing the big corporate steps, although that's helpful. It can be. But it's, it's not knowing what to do. So how do you evaluate? It's a difficult situation to transfer a company and expect it to be, because people always look for checklists. And he's doing this and she's presenting that. And it doesn't feel right. Well, it doesn't feel right because A, they aren't doing it well. And, and B, the technology is changing too fast and your instincts aren't good. So it gets very complicated. So you want that that hand in the uh, fog to come out and bring you into uh, <laughs> bring you into the world of entrepreneurism. Well, yeah. So if you have if you have a, a a sense of what the the person is currently doing, I think to your point, Jack, what things need to be transferred? How do you transfer that knowledge? How do you how do you whether it be some sort of a checklist or how do you highlight here are some of the key success factors that have led to the business being successful? It's usually it's usually a bunch of little things, Jack, you know, versus one big thing, you know, you know, you have different things in terms of culture, way, you know, the way people are treated, you know, those are important things, but in terms of the, the efficiency and the, and the ability to be able to make money in the business, there's ways that, that, that things operate. And so again, coming back to being able to, to transfer that, and it's one of those things where, 
it's a fire hose at times. We often will talk about that, Jack, where you got the fire hose approach. Of it's like open the spigot and everything's just coming at you and, you know, try to drink as much as you can. But, you know, there's just stuff spewing all over the place and you come out, you're, you're, you're soaking wet. And, yeah, you, you got some of the water in, but guess what? Most of it went everywhere else, you know. And so to be able to kind of let those things out and knowing what's kind of important, um, you know, letting certain, you know, putting guardrails on, but have, you know, let certain mistakes be made. And you know, a lot of what you've learned as a current generation has been learned by trial and error through experience. And again, the way you're doing things, and you bring a great point, Jack, in terms of technology, you know, there's ways to start to kind of meld technology in and maybe some of that technology can help replace some of the more manual duties of things that are being done and to be able to free people up. Or again, come back to starts to identify and come back to that, that help where you know, what kind of help do you need? You know, do we need certain expertise in-house? If all of a sudden it's not just that the, the current generation is is lacking in terms of technology, Jack, maybe some of the other key people who are who are key operators or have been key operators for years are lacking in technology. Okay, well, maybe we need to bring somebody in from the outside. We need to bring a, a few new, you know, fresh bodies in here with fresh ideas and, 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 and knowledge that we don't have to help prepare us for that next 10, 20 years. That's part of it too, right? The, the idea is, yeah, you, you want to transition. You're transitioning where it is today. But the idea is, okay, well, it's transitioning to then, okay, where is this company going to go from there? You know, chances are it's not going to stay where it is today. It's going to do something else. And that next generation coming in is going to do things differently, and they're going to run things differently. It's going to go going to go to, to, to a different place. But when it comes to that transition part, to your point, how do you kind of, you know, just start to kind of let it out and start to kind of prioritize those things? Again, you know, what things are most important for that next generation to know? And... What are areas that can be taught? Because most things can be taught, Jack. It's a matter of having that kind of willing student and a, and a good teacher. Um, but you don't have to know everything as a small business owner. You need to have resources that are there, how to kind of direct it. So things that might be very exciting and energizing for you as the current owner might be a total drain for that next owner. Well, just because you're going that way doesn't mean that they need to do it that way, Jack. They need to do something a little different, but the idea is they're going to achieve similar results by doing it their way so that's a big deal in terms of that in terms of the help um another thing that was coming to mind was i'll call it the temperature so what's what's the temperature of that next generation are they bubbling over with excitement you know you know with anticipation they can hardly wait to take over you know the whole chomping at the bit thing or are they Maybe dragging their feet on some key items, and maybe you've given them, maybe you've given them some homework assignments, Jack. And you know, hey, go investigate this or go research that. And then we let's come back and talk in a few weeks or a month and kind of see where you are. And you come back to that meeting a few weeks later, or a few months later, and nothing's really happened, Jack. They haven't really progressed much on things. They haven't really investigated those areas, or the meeting that that fault meeting doesn't happen. Maybe, you know, again, you know, we're, we're big fans of Missouri. For those of you who don't know, Missouri is the show me state. Okay. The show me state. <laughs> That's right. It is. So when it comes to taking the temperature, you gotta, you gotta look at more of what the person's doing versus what they're saying. Because I think most people, Jack, are trained well enough. It's like going on an interview or going on a first date. You kind of know how to behave or how to respond. In terms of verbally responding and what you say but at the end of the day it's more about what you're doing and how you're doing stuff so 
for them to show that they feel that they're ready to kind of take over. And so often what that might look like, depending on the style of the next generation, they might be asking for forgiveness instead of permission with things. They just start making some changes. They start making some decisions. Or maybe they, they don't counsel you or bring, or bring you into them. So it's starting to look and getting a sense of kind of where are they? And do they seem ready? You know, so that's true of you too, in terms of taking your temperature. But again, we're not, we're not here focused on you as the current generation. We're focused more on that, on, on that next generation. But that, you know, the, 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 the idea of, okay, do they feel like they're ready? Are they showing based on their activities, what they're doing? And it could be simple things. You know, a lot of times we'll hear Jack is, hey, you know, the, the kids, you know, the, the kid isn't here on time. They show up late, they, leaving early, not putting in the time on the weekends. But whatever it might be, there's certain things that you as the current generation start to look for. Where you say, hey, they get it. They get the responsibility of what it means to own and operate this company. They understand that they've got, you know, dozens of people depending upon them current employees and vendors and customers counting on them. They understand and appreciate that. So, you know, as you mentioned here at the outset, Jack, there's a certain feel to this, right? I mean, it's not necessarily all a checklist of stuff, but there's a certain feel. So again, kind of taking that temperature, gauging the temperature in terms of kind of what are you seeing? What are you seeing in terms of kind of what they're doing and how they're acting? Again, come back to the whole Missouri, the show me state thing of, you know, what stuff are they doing and versus what are they telling you? I think that's a big deal. Well, they they basically have to be shown. That's right. How much the the transferee understands the business, understands business in general. You got to keep in mind the owner himself doesn't understand business that well. We're talking small businesses defined as twenty five to one employee. And sales usually under a couple million dollars a year. And that's small by all standards. And where does the business owner get his his or her experience? Where do they get it coming into it? And so much is developed on the gut versus solid uh, you know, schooling and, and other experiences coming into this. This is their first first job, just like the father. And it's often difficult to get over that communication hump because the instincts aren't honed and, and feel right. So much is foreign and you don't realize until you try to teach it. And it gets very complicated very quickly. And those little things, as Adam said, is what, what dooms so many of these little companies. It isn't the big things, the big things we know. It's how the big things relate to the little things. And uh, personalities and, and soft skills and different different areas that you just don't self-learn easily. So if you don't learn it, how do you teach it? And that's, that's the challenge. But there are ways and there are good ways. But they require discipline and knowledge. And if you don't have those, you're going to have one big cluster. <laughs> Another area that I think is a little bit related to that too, Jack, is if I if I look at the team, how's the how's the team and the rest of the organization responding to this next generation? 
So let's come back to Tommy Boy for a second, Jack. Remember in the movie, what are you kidding me? What Tommy's gonna you know, our our hopes in Tommy Boy? Right? I mean, that was the that was the initial thoughts. Like, well, you know, we're we're sad and you know, they were they're all mourning the loss of Big Tom, right? You know, his dad. So once the reality hit and say, wait a minute, this is our this is this is the one we gotta follow. Because you know, and they all had their reasons for why they doubted it. You know, but if you pulled that organization, I don't know if you'd have found one person that felt like, yeah, yeah, that's a pretty good idea. That's that's what's put Tommy Boy in charge, right? But to his credit, he he jumped right in there. He jumped in and said, Hey, this is kind of what I gotta do. And you know, that's part of what the, the, the fun of the movie is to watch watch his growth in real time in terms of stuff he's learning and doing and everything else and doing it doing it in his way, right? From that standpoint. But the team's a big part of this. And so, you know, is the team following the lead of the next generation? Or again, much like with Tommy Boy, they secretly or not so secretly kind of dreading, you know, the current generation leaving because they aren't so sure what's going to happen to the business. You know, because what, what, what people will, will, will look to, again, come back to the team, they're looking at usually themselves, first of all. Not that they don't care about you and the organization, but, you know, you know they care about themselves and, and their job to a certain extent, right? So what they want to know is, hey, I hope, things transition well there at the top and things are good. So I can kind of keep doing what I'm, what I'm doing here day to day, you know? So they have some, 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 some selfish interests, which is okay, you know, but, but it's, you know, for them. But if that next generation does not have the support of the current team, it's going to be really, really difficult for them to be successful, especially in the near term. Because chances are what's going to happen is that, 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 you know, that team isn't going to necessarily follow that lead of that of that next generation, or they're going to start to leave, start to lose some key employees. And as we know, Jack, you said in, in this marketplace of twenty five employees or less, you lose one key person. That's that's hard to recover from sometimes. You know, now if that happens to you as the current owner, that's one thing because you've been in business for a few decades. Maybe you've been through this before, but for a new owner, all of a sudden your your two right handed people leave within a few months. Faster. Yeah, well, one of the you know one of the things that will often push back on this, and so it's one of the things that we do. It's it's good to have timelines with these kind of things, Jack. Right? It's, it's good to have a plan, and plans are our best thinking, are kind of our guide for 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 where we're going. But you want to make those plans a little bit flexible, you know, and and allow for a few extra months or perhaps a few extra years that are needed for this transition. And the reason I say that is, you know, if you try to force it. To happen too soon well chances are the current generation is going to be back in trying to clean things up in a few months or a few years all right come back to people will leave customers will leave you know things will happen all of a sudden that business that seemed to be on very good very solid footing at at one point all of a sudden now is is teetering you know starting to maybe lose some money lose momentum and so as we know you know one of those maybe maybe it's not so much a dirty secret maybe people know but within many of these transitions especially when it's a family business jack often the current ownership is taking back some paper and playing the bank fully or partly and so they are dependent upon the ongoing success of the company in order to continue to pay for the business right and so you know you as that current generation have a best interest to make sure that when you do step away, because again, one of the things that's that's very difficult too, Jack. Once you do step away, you know, into whether it be into semi-retirement mode or full retirement mode, or you step into something else, to then 
re-jump back in, boy, it's hard to get to get things revved up again. You know, we were we were just we were just meeting with a I said lunch with, with a former client, you know, recently, and, and they sold a couple of years ago. And I can't imagine, Jack, I can't imagine them revving back up to get back to where they were two years ago in terms of operating what they were doing day to day and everything else. I mean, heck, it's taken them almost a couple of years just to kind of, um, you know, cleanse themselves of that. Of that. Used to, <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. you know, but to, to, to rev back up and jump back in, it's like, again, it's like not having worked out for, for five years, and you're going to go jump out and start to, you know, do a hundred pushups and, you know, you know, set all kinds of records, but, you know, ain't, ain't happening, Jack. You know, that's no, it's no, no different in the business side too. So, right. so it's okay to, again, it's okay. And, and I guess we would caution on, you know, err on the side of delaying it for a few months or a few years versus rushing it to get it done. Not that it can't be successful happen, but again, just in terms of to try to make that transition perhaps as smooth as you can. That's a good thing to be thinking about as well. So not quite a checklist, Jack. We want to kind of give some some things to be thinking about. Is there anything else we should be, you know, kind of talking about? We we, we give a little sense in terms of kind of that, that that look and feel, but other kind of key things for them to be thinking about in terms of knowing and identifying when, hey, I can see that that kid's ready to go. Well, be, you know, you gotta be calm and you gotta be disciplined. You, you, again, it's little things that we've talked about. And I want to stress that. That's a big deal. So, you know, the the, the two of you, if that's who the, the transfer is going to go to, basically have to get in sync with that difference. And so much of it's intuitive. So much of it is a gut feel. That's, that's key. It's going to cause little things to happen. Quarterback, armchair quarterback, uh, second guessing, something that has no real financial impact on the company. It uh, becomes a, a source of irritation and all of a sudden that's all you're talking about. And it's okay. So you, you find a magic wand for a, a little while and you, you uh, transfer it over, over to this problem and the problem is solved in a second. It's not because of the magic wand. It's because you gather some discipline. And basically, you aren't going to make a big deal out of uh, putting something in column A when it should have been in column B. You know, can't you do anything right sort of attitude? Uh, it doesn't help the cause. It doesn't work. And it shouldn't be part of it. And it's the owner's responsibility here to keep things cool, especially if they're minor especially if there's no impact on the financials. Once you don't understand the financials of the company, shame on you. How can you ever arrive at that decision? Very difficult. I'm going to let you, even though I don't understand what you're doing and you're screwing things up, I don't know how much it's going to cost us, but I'll let you keep doing it. I mean, look at the futility of something like that. So it's not unusual, folks. Good point. That's a good. That's a good thought. I think to end on the the whole idea of these little things are big things, Jack. Right. That's that's true in the day to day success of the business, and it's also true in the transition of that business and and identifying when that next generation is ready. It's all those little things that they're they're kind of doing right. And so I think your point, uh, I think part of the point you're making there on, on those little irritants, Jack, is you got to figure out which ones are ones you got to pay attention to versus ones you got to just bite your lip and let them kind of go, right? Versus Kind of bring up because because they, they may not be a big thing 
That's right. And how do you how do you judge that? Well, you have to have a sense of your finances, and that's where you plug it in and evaluate. You know, give it a lot of weight. Yeah, you're mentioning style things too. We see that see that a lot. You know, there's a lot of pressure that the current boss has a certain way about them. And it's almost unspoken that, that the next person's going to be that way. But if you have somebody who's very naturally combative is more that D style that likes to push and, and, and drive and, and, and have some arguments versus more of an S style. That's the opposite of that. Well, to try to put that S in a role where they got to be commanding people and, you know, very demanding and arguing with people all the time. Chance are that's not going to go real well, Jack. You know, and again, it doesn't mean that they can't do it differently. You know, you know that's the way you you ran the business. Well, somebody else ran the same business in a different way, and still have success. And so that's part of it. You know, that's a big part of it too. Just kind of being being aware of those things. And you know, if you focus on too many things or too many of those little things, it can just wear them out. So being being aware of those little things and identifying which of those little things are are the big things for success and letting the rest of it kind of go. But I, I like that framing, Jack, make sure it's tying back to the financials too. If it's not really having a financial impact or impact on success, it's more of a feel for you. Well, okay. Then just let it kind of go. Hey, that, that, that kid might have a better idea, Jack. Might actually right. work better than what, than what you've been doing, especially with today's, today's uh, um, workforce, which is different too. And uh, so, yeah, so it's a, it, it's a it's a fun situation to get involved in. And in fact, most of the situations we have, Jack, it's the first time for a transition. You know, there aren't too many second generations going to third and third going to fourth generation. Usually this is the first generation going to the second generation. And so the, the people involved haven't had any experience with that. Because you have the person who started the company and you got the person who's looking to kind of take it over. And the skills that are needed to take over an existing company are very different than what, what's needed to start a company, Jack. And so that's often where we come it's a good in. point. Where, Very where, good point. We come in and again try to identify some of those those key things and let people be able to do things in their way. Because at the end of the day, too, we got to keep in mind. Part of the beauty of small business, part of the, the, the reason that, that small businesses exist is to do things in a certain way that's going to be fun and enjoyable too, Jack. So again, come back to you know what's fun and enjoyable for you may not be as much fun and enjoyable for that next generation, but finding out how we can kind of have those have those crossovers to be able to let those kind of meet in the middle. But it's a big deal. It's a big deal that both parties got to be ready, Jack. And so today's show is to kind of give you some insights in terms of understanding when and how to know when that next generation is ready, because that's that's as important as the current generation being ready. They both got to be ready to meet and then can move forward, and make sure things can 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 happen. So. So yeah, so that's our episode for today, our seventh anniversary episode for episode 364. Good. Appreciate you, you being here with us today. Um, like I mentioned, we've got 363 other episodes that are much like today's where they, they stand the test of time. They aren't geared towards what's happening today, but they're you know, tried and, and, and true tested over, over time for small business. You can get all those at our website, dirtysecretsofsmallbusiness.com. If you go to the site, you'll notice there's an episodes tab there. You click on that and, and go on the search bar. You can type in whatever questions, thoughts you have, and it'll feed back to you whatever shows we've done on that topic. If you don't find one that suits your needs, you can email us at radio at MaximumVP.com or give us a call, 330-849-0670. Be happy to either answer the question for you directly or do like we did today and put together a show because chances are 
If you have the question, somebody else does as well, and they'll be happy that you asked it. You can also get, if you prefer, on a podcast player, go to your favorite podcast player or all the biggies, Spotify, iHeart, uh, Apple Podcasts. If you search for Dirty Secrets of Small Business, you can subscribe to the show. We usually drop a new episode every Thursday morning, so it'll be delivered right there to your smart device. And you can get all the old episodes there as well. And if you like what you hear, please leave us a review. Love getting those five-star reviews. So that's our show for today. Thank you all for listening. We'll talk to you all next week. Bye now.